So whether you are a professional creator, you, you identify as someone who makes, who's primarily, that is their first source of income, or you don't yet, but might want to earn some money on the side. So whether you're a professional or an aspiring amateur, it's super standard to have a portfolio. I don't care what line of work you're in. If you're, if you write code or if you're a, or if you're just a, a writer of words or you, um, make products, consumer packaged goods that you sell online or you have a store, like you have a portfolio, right? It doesn't matter if it's posted online or, or tidily bound in a nice black leather book that has your name stamped on it or both. But the concept of a portfolio is very real, right? You're aware of this concept and it's meant to be a cohesive sample of your work. But here's my question. Why is this thing so damn precious? We treat it like it has to be the first, the most, the best, the biggest, only X, never Y. We've got so much baggage around the portfolio. Now, don't get me wrong. I am all in favor of having this portfolio. I understand it's a core convention for a creator or creative professions. And it does the heavy lifting when it comes to getting hired or getting work. But recently I have come to become disenchanted with the preciousness or even the concept of the portfolio in a digital world relative to a portfolio. And I've noticed in myself and others, you, others out there, that the metaphysical weight alone of the concept, the word portfolio can often crush the creative spirit rather than enhance it. Now, to be fair, editing your work is difficult and that's part of the pressure that you may feel. But what if you gave yourself just a little bit of breathing room? Now, you have to juxtapose this again. If you put five things in a portfolio and four are awesome and one is not awesome, that means there's 20% not awesome in there. So I think it should be your best work, but that it has to be so tightly wound is really what I'm concerned with. So what to do? How about you ditch it? <laughs> Just ditch it. Now, I say that maybe to be a little bit evocative because I don't literally mean ditching it, but how about you ditch the concept in your mind of the preciousness and how about you wander aimlessly creating things that you want to create just as an experiment. Now, now too many people, myself included, we have fallen prey to the notion that everything we create should drive towards some ultimate portfolio. But here's the thing. It's not linear. That's not how it works. So why not ditch that idea? How about you let your portfolio come together in an edit? Not in a, how do I spend my time such that everything I need to do is portfolio worthy? Because it just doesn't work like that. And so many of you of us pretend that that's how it works. How can I say this better? Um, 
well, let's just say in my background as a photographer, shooting whatever I fancy, whatever I wanted has been responsible for almost everything I'm creatively exciting about, excited about now. Even the concept of photographing people, that got me interested in wanting to interview and talk about them, which got me interested in, in thinking more broadly about human performance and about you know, creating tools and spaces for creators. Like it literally was, you know, part of that initial thread shooting what I fancied was responsible for so many of the things that I'm creatively excited about. And ironically, those are all of the things that I today either get paid to shoot or how to use my brain or how to support or empower others. Why you might prefer creative live to some other platform. Would I have ever started a, an, an iPhone photo of the day concept back in what was that 2000 and I think six, seven, six, seven, when the iPhone came first came out, would I have ever started that idea with a measly two megapixel camera if we hadn't, or if I hadn't rather abandoned the idea of what is this good for? Because utility, right? Being good for something we often just it say it has to move X block forward versus what if the thing that it's good for is expanding your mind? What if it's good for play? What if it's good for lightening up just a little bit? Now, when I spin through this sort of absolutely simple, basic work that I did with my iPhone one in, in 2000, whatever is seven, I get gizzy. I get giddy because I remember being, looking how free I was to take a picture of a simple flag stuck in the ground or a shopping cart or some blurry pile of rocks that captured my heart in that moment versus thinking like, I'm not going to shoot this photo because it's not going to go in my portfolio. What if the things you started to see and feel on a daily basis, you could build on that, create with that without prejudice, without weight. This idea, I believe, will be incredibly liberating for you if you embrace it. Now, I just used the example of photography, but the same is true. And I've talked about this in podcasts, about how I learn. I pull on a lot of threads. And as those threads, they start to form a garment just by pulling and stitching. And, and I literally, I don't just sit down and read a whole book. I'll read a whole book and then I'll look some things up online and then I'll reference something else that I've already. Like, this is the same way I want you to think about the habit of creating, not just through the lens of everything I make has to be for a portfolio. If I was too focused at different times in my career on my portfolio, I felt it. And if I were too focused, I would never be doing what I'm doing right this minute and, and which I love. And I never would have years ago and long before it was normal or fashionable or even I would call professionally acceptable to my peers to be transparent about learning the things and about not knowing certain things about aspects of my job that as a professional, I was of course supposed to know them. You know, I wouldn't have been, in, been begun to make behind the scenes videos of shoots, sharing what I was doing for fear that maybe someone else is going to say, I'm doing it all wrong. I didn't care. I was just doing it for the sake of putting another layer of creativity on the work that I was already doing and on and on and on. So what I'm saying, ditch, I'm not actually saying ditch having 
a tightly edited body of work or to be able to provide a tightly edited body of work when you are seeking to get hired or seeking to get a job or to demonstrate your proficiency your effectively or importantly your vision. Definitely have that tightly edited body of work. Something to point to that will help you get hired as a necessary part of getting hired. But do ditch the concept that everything you create needs to go toward that body of work in a linear one-to-one way. That's not how it works. Do not let that portfolio-only mentality strangle your vision to create. Trust me on this one. Your creativity will go if everything you do does not have to have ultimate direct linear utility. That is a recipe for frustration, anxiety, and producing nothing. So take a deep breath, uncork that one-to-one utility requirement, and enjoy. Go out and make something. It will lead to something else, and it will lead to something else. Remember, creativity is a habit more than it is a skill. So I welcome you to give me some feedback. Give me a shout-out on the internet, what you think of this idea, this little micro show here. And I hope you can let go of uh, that that concept that binds you up and just unleash your vision to create. All right, that is a wrap. But before you go, hey, I wanted to say thank you so much. And I do note that many of you have asked how you can help me out there in the world. And I have a great answer for that. And it is sharing this show. Um, my goal is I create this content with a, with a talented, hardworking crew over here at Creative Live. And our goal is to get this information out there into the world, help the, the greatest creators and, and entrepreneurs of our time get their ideas spread far and wide. So you sharing your takeaways or just links to the show, any of the podcast platforms or whatever, means the world to me. Thing two, how you can help if you care is to leave a review at your preferred podcast platform. That also helps surface uh, this show, the guests, uh, in in search results on each of the platforms, and it means a lot. So thank you so much. Really, really grateful, and I'll look forward to seeing you in the next episode, hopefully soon, maybe next, maybe right after this, maybe you're listening. Anyway, whenever you get around to it, I'm here. Thank you.